welcome to this week's episode of A Work in Progress. Thanks for downloading the episode. Today, we're going to be covering the topic of learning, and Kim is going to talk us through some of the theory. Over to you, Kim. Thank you, V. Um, learning. Now, looking at how the topic of learning is represented in positive psychology, uh, there are a few aspects that I can draw on for this topic. Um, one of them is Barbara Fredrickson's work on positive emotion and Barbara Fredrickson what she describes is the positive emotion of interest so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and then uh, Carol Dweck has done some research on um, her research was on um, intelligence and uh, learning um, with students and uh, so her work is called growth mindset Um, she's written a book about that and so I'm going to talk about that and then last not least, is something that we've mentioned before, that I've mentioned before, which is the um, Values in Action Character Strengths by Seligman and Peterson. And um, they, one of the character, one of the 24 character strengths is love of learning. So I think that is quite um, a nice sort of package from a positive psychology point of view. But obviously what we like to do is like give our own experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will definitely, we'll be talking about how we learn and, and, uh, for listeners then hopefully that you will then reflect on your own learning and what's good Absolutely. about it and what you find difficult about it. So the last thing then around, um, you know, talking about, you know, the, maybe the definition of a learning. So a, di- a dictionary definition of learning is the art or process of acquiring knowledge or skill. And uh, we, we kind of like talked about that we were having discussion and talking about learning. Uh, I, I don't actually think we were talking about learning to start with and it just Probably grew into, into the learning, didn't it? <laughs> As usual. So, um, yeah, so, so it came out of a discussion we were having. And uh, I think what interests us both is the difference and different ways you can learn. So, V, do you want to um, uh, tell us about, you know, what what your experiences of learning is and what you've learned kind of with the people that you've worked with about learning? Uh, Yeah, it's um, like you. I am an avid learner. You know, there's always something I want to find out about. And I get very excited by a lot of things. And we're going to be covering confidence in another episode. But I think part of confidence is being okay with failure because with through failing, we learn as well. We tend to think of failure as this big warning neon light thing that you must avoid. We cannot fail. But really, when we do fail, we learn what's gone wrong and we know not to do it again. So failing is a really important part of learning. Uh, We forget, you know, we forget that there is actually promising things about failing. Um, and for me, I, so I get very excited about a lot of things. So I will look up things that are really random. So, for example, yesterday I found out that you can swim. A whale's heart is so big you could swim in it. I mean, how amazing is that? I know. That's incredible. So it's random things like that that will stick in my brain forever and I will never remember how to do statistics, for example, that's part of my degree because that wasn't interesting. But I love the fact that I could swim in a whale's heart. 
the problem being that I can't swim. So um, that would also be, I would drown in a whale's heart should that opportunity ever come about. But um, yeah, so how about you, Kim? How do you learn? Okay, so so um, what I'm going to try not to do too much through this uh, um, episode is to say the word interesting. <laughs> because because I'm aware that I know I, I'm very aware that I say it a lot, and a, a lot of people that I have conversations with say it as well. So we can go, oh, it's interesting. That's interesting, <laughs> and life is interesting, isn't it? Um, and and you you said something about oh, and I and I don't know much about that, or I don't. It's not something. I think it was statistics. So I'm going to agree with you on that yeah, one. Don't like statistics. Um, yeah. So you said about it's not interesting, and so you know, part of the research that I'm going to be sharing is about in that, that um, the positive emotion of interest. So that's good that you've brought that up. So my experience of learning, so I've always been a studier. I've, I like to study. Um, I rec- recognise when I was thinking about this, I was like, yeah, let's, you know, go back in the past. And, you know, at, at school, I, I was all, you know, quite often reading and, uh, yeah, so quite a, mm. quite a uh, bookworm, I think. Um, and not so much now. I mean, when I stud- I've studied for, um, you know, academic subjects, and so then, you know, you are reading and some of it is online, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I learn a lot through Audible books as well now. So, you know, I find that rather than maybe it's just the way of the world now, I don't sit down probably as much as I could do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll, I'll listen as I'm as I'm doing something, or if I'm resting, do, I will. So, do you find it easy to retain that information when you do it via Audible? For me, I, I find it much easier if I can see what see something and then I can make notes. So the act of going in my eyeballs and coming out of my hands seems mm. to make me remember it. So when you're listening to Audible, how does that work for you in in retaining the information? That's that's a really good question, and and what that's made me think, reflect on that, and go, yeah, what is that like? And what happens is, I think I need to do it more. I think I need to listen to it more, okay. and so it then it then it then goes in that way. Sometimes, especially if I'm resting, I go to sleep. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> so I'm hoping that it's subliminal and that it's going to go in anyway. Um, but I do find that I I go over. I I, uh, listen to the same book, you know, quite a lot of times. I sort of like do a a circle. circle. I've got, oh, goodness knows how many. I think I've got about 80 books on Audible and I'll just go round them and round them. Um, Yeah, so I've really got out of the habit of actually reading with a book. But when I do, I like it. And uh, also what you've reminded me, V, is it's good. uh, I learn by reading and then writing. Mm. And I think is that whole taking notes thing, isn't it? So if you take notes, so sometimes I do that on my phone. So I'll be listening, but write notes on my phone. And then, of course, then I do, then I have got it. So I think you're right. It's about capturing it. Mm. But it's different Um, for everyone, isn't it? And that's also important to know, isn't it? That we just because we don't learn the same as someone else doesn't mean it's still not valuable. It's just different. Absolutely. And I think this is where our conversation was born out of. Mm. Almost like we're so different, you know, I would encourage you to find the way that you learn the best and be okay with that. 
Um, I think I'm not only a reader, but a doer. I like to do things. That's how <laughs> I, I learn. And I know that because recently I have discovered that I don't read instructions. There's and a surprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no, I'll just, just go on and do it, which is probably not the best way to to do things. But, um, yeah, no, that is, I, I, I have literally realised that that I don't read instructions so yeah <laughs> it's and it's interesting when interesting there's the word it's interesting <laughs> when you start looking at it and go well how do I learn because I think if you do start to you become aware of how you learn you can use it it's almost like using your strengths isn't it to um to help you in mm. life I think it's also about a few years ago uh a family that I worked for, I was a nanny for their, their oldest two children and more so with the older one, I was with him for three years before the, the second one came along. And a few years ago, they emailed me and they thanked me for helping the child get qualified enough to be accepted into Oxbridge. Now, I looked after him when he was between one and four you know, so I don't feel I have anything to do with it. But they were adamant that it is because we used to do things together. And instead of, I know when I was growing up, my family wouldn't take me to museums. Why do you want to go to museums? They're so boring. Whereas he and I would go and it would be like, wow, look at that. That's amazing. I'm really good at acting when it comes to steam trains, I found, because don't find steam trains that interesting um but um he did so you know it was about encouraging that enthusiasm in him and he's an incredibly intelligent man now i don't like to admit that he's a man now because that ages me but it is brilliant that all i did was share my enthusiasm for learning and he then picked it up but i didn't actively go out to teach him if that makes no. sense no, absolutely. So it's in that enthusiasm and uh, almost like fe uh, feigning interest, even though you weren't interested if he was meeting him there, wasn't yep. it? Um, so let's have a look at interest. So Barbara Fredrickson um, uh, defines interest as the urge to explore, to learn, to immerse yourself in novelty. So that's in a way that's what you were describing by yep. going to a museum to explore and to learn and I think there's a real energy in that um, she says it's about novelty and you know I think is it you know, is it around is it always only about new experiences it might not be um, but that's that's her definition so, you know have a little reflect on that see what you think is interest always about does it always have an element of novelty in it um, she talks about having that intense pull to explore and learn more. Now, I can definitely relate to that. I've got curiosity as one of my strengths. And yeah, I think curiosity and interest are very linked. What do you think? You, you like you like to explore, don't you, with your learning? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I'm curious about a lot of things. I sit and ponder over the, the slightest thing, you know, like, well, where did that word come from? You know, and yeah. it will take me off down rabbit holes, but I just suddenly get the urge to really know. Yeah, definitely. So she talks about it as an energetic emotion and um, where we get a spark. And um, so you have that 
so maybe you have that spark to it, something interests you and you get a spark and then curiosity possibly takes you for you know it maintains it so you want to know more that's where curiosity comes in um, there was just one thing that I was uh, fascinated by in her research and this is coming from her book Positivity where she talks about the difference between happiness and interest um, in that happiness you have an attachment to something and interest is about desiring to try out new things so that can sometimes set up a conflict so you might have that question or oh, do I do I stick with what I know which would because you're quite happy with it or do you try something new and um I thought this was interesting. Without happiness, we would flip from one new thing to another. So you're just, you know, mm. just trying to find different things. But, and with interest, we would um, stick with what we like instead of trying, without interest, we would stick to what we like rather than trying new things. So that kind of like prompted me to think, what would life be like without interest? Mm. I just can't imagine it. It's just... Well, yeah, that, that just feels like an, a whole alien idea. And I think when I first thought of that, I thought boring. It would be boring. But actually, because interest is such an energy, I think there would be, I think, maybe apathy. And uh, maybe that's linked to hope as well. So a hopelessness around it. If you weren't interested in anything, what would that be like? Mm. So, yeah. Interest. A great a great one in terms of motivation maybe. Um because if you haven't got that, you need to be interested in something to learn. So, the the next one I want to talk about was love of learning because I think that is something probably that we share. Not everybody loves to learn. And um, looking at the fear character strengths, the love of learning is under the virtue category of wisdom. So uh, wisdom describes the strengths that help you gather and use knowledge. And the other strengths that are in wisdom are creativity, curiosity, judgment, love of learning and perspective. So it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's a, um, a gathering, isn't it? It's a gathering of knowledge, learning. And as we were saying before, maybe it's about, you know, finding the way that suits you best. So if you, if it, a bit like me, like I was saying, I learn sometimes by doing, if that's the way you do it, then do it. If you learn by watching, then observe. Reading, but then reading's not always for, Every, any, everybody. Um, what do you think um, learning, how does learning go with self-esteem, do you think? Ooh, that's a big question. Um, I don't know, because I think when I was younger and had no self-esteem, I would still continually learn, hoping that that would make me feel more confident. But maybe back then I was more scared of failure as well. So I wouldn't share that I was learning because if I did badly, I didn't want to tell anyone. Whereas now, because I have the confidence and self-esteem, I'm happy to share the learning uh, because 
I'm not so worried about if I do something wrong. You know, I'm also not so worried about sharing random facts about whale's hearts. You know, it's, it's you know, before I would have felt silly knowing that, let alone sharing it. So I think maybe, yeah, for me, I mean, obviously I, I can't say for sure about anyone else, but for me, I think I've always loved learning, but because it wasn't something that was encouraged in the, in the family I grew up in, I hid a lot of it and I didn't try as hard as I should because I, well, as I could have done, not should, but could have, um, because I was scared of failing. Uh, but now I think learning is just wonderful for learning's sake, you know, whether it be random facts or whether it be something interesting and my self-esteem is now not harmed if I don't remember everything, you know, I know that that I know a lot, you know, I'm confident in what I do know. Um, and I'm confident enough to say, I don't know anything about that. Will you teach me? Uh, so yeah. I, I guess there's, for me, there's been learning throughout, but it's how I felt about the learning and sharing the learning that made a difference with my self-esteem, my levels of self-esteem. How about you? Well, it's an interesting, when you were speaking there, I was thinking, I, I almost went a little bit broader with learning. I think as in our first piece of this conversation, I've been, because we were talking about how we learn and, um, you know, sort of like reading, we talked about reading and love of learning, but it goes broader than that, doesn't it? It goes to almost like life's lessons. And, uh, and, I, and I think that's, that's something to sort of focus on really, because, you know, we might not like learning in the in that context of education mm. um, or we might but actually we're learning all the time yeah and uh yeah so that's just struck me yeah I think I always used to think you know, people would moan about older people being grumpy you're thinking about my grandparents and you know they've all been dead for at least 10 years but they were born before cars became popular before TVs, before computers, before flight, you know, it's no wonder they were, were grumpy. They had to continually learn how to adapt to new things. You know, we're learning all the time as well with new technology, you know, yeah. but our length of time here, the difference hasn't been as vast as it was for someone born in the early 1900s. Um, you know, and, and that was just learning how to do the things we take for granted, like driving a car, using a fridge, using an oven, you know, those things that weren't so common, turning on the TV, you know, it's those things we forget are learning as well. But there is so much, you know, we're constantly learning about ourselves, about the world around us. Just by watching the news, we're learning, aren't we? Mm, absolutely. Um, I'm reminded of every day is a school day. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, um, and again, you might, how you, how you look at that, is it, um, do you embrace learning or do you kind of shy away from it? Are you afraid of it? Which kind of um, reminds me of uh, Carol Dweck's work mm. on growth mindset. Um, what she did is she studied, she was studying intelligence and what she identified, she called fixed and growth mindsets. So, um, a fixed mindset says that 
Um, everything is, you know, your intelligence and what you know is static. Mm-hmm. And um, you might avoid challenges. You know, like we were saying about, do we want to face up to learning? So we'll avoid it. And, you know, and you mentioned earlier about failure, worried mm-hmm. about failing. And you give up easily due to obstacles. Um and you might be threatened by other people's success. So those kind of things are a fixed mindset. Um, it keeps you sort of like where you are. Whereas a growth mindset is where intelligence can be developed. And, and I think we can take that into, you know, any, any kind of growth really. Mm. It might be emotional growth and uh, social intelligence as well. Mm. Um, and, and that, when you have a growth mindset, it's, you have a desire to learn and mm. then you can embrace challenges, probably change as well. I would think you would be more inclined to make changes. You keep going despite the obstacles and you see that you're, um, I guess this comes in with the challenge that you can master things. Like, you know, if I learn this, then I can go on and, and learn other things. Yep. Um, and you can be inspired by other success. And um, also it's that, um, about around criticism so you could get some feedback or criticism whichever you'd like to call it and um, if you were in a fixed mindset that might be quite devastating if you're in a growth mindset I guess it's how you perceive it so you would if you had criticism or feedback you would see that as an opportunity opportunity to learn yeah. so they're very different aren't they have you come across those before fixed yeah. and growth mindset yeah, absolutely. A growth mindset's currently a big thing in schools, especially primary schools, which is a good thing, uh, as long as it's not just, um, what's the term? They're just not, as long as they are actually doing it and not just talking about it. Um, but it, it's true, you know, I think, you know, for me, I've talked about with my with my book, how it feels like, I'm sending a child out into the world and I'm really concerned that people might not like it, that they'll be mean to the child. And there would have been a time when I'd be like, well, I can't write a book because no one would find it interesting and people will just criticise it. But now, yes, it does still make me anxious when I send books out. I now can also think, well, if they don't like it, that's their choice because not nobody likes everything the same. You know, so that's important. It's not a reflection on me. It's a reflection on them and their likes. And even if it does, if the book doesn't do as well as I would hope, how amazing is it that I've tried? You know, so it is, I think growth mindset comes into confidence and self-esteem as well. You know, again, with the whole failure thing we talked about earlier, you know, it's, okay, this might not be pleasant, but it will still be a learning experience and I'm strong enough to get through it. So yes, growth mindset, growth mindset even is very important and it can be developed. I think it definitely can yeah. be developed because I was more fixed when I was younger. Yeah. And do you know, do you know what made the difference for you to move you from fixed to growth? Um, my, mine's quite extreme. Um, so because when I was at my most ill, I've come close to death several times and now I tend to think to say I'm about to go on and give a talk to now that we can do this via Zoom, you know, 200 Mm. people all over the world. 
before I just wouldn't have done it. What if I make a mistake? No, I can't do it. They'll think I'm an idiot. They won't enjoy it. Now I think, oh, that won't kill me. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, so it is a bit extreme that I tend to think, well, if it's not going to kill me, I'll give it a go. I mean, obviously there are limits to that. I have no intention of ever trying bungee jumping, for example. Um, but, you know, there are... Now I, I have something that I've grown from and realise yeah. how much scope there is in living life fully because I've been in a place where I just couldn't. So it's that in itself is, is the growth, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking there about the bigger picture and um, and I wonder if you know, with, we can get hooked up in the detail of say, you know, we get something wrong or, you know, and it feels so intense at that time. And, um, and if you maybe take a step back and look at it in the whole, you know, in the whole process of your journey, you know, which is now reminding me of, you know, why we, one of the reasons why we wanted to do these podcasts anyway, because, it's a, you know, a, we're all a work in progress. And if you see that you're a work in progress, that's almost like a growth a growth mindset, isn't it? It's not like, you know, this is as good as yeah. it as it gets. This is this is who we are. We we can um we can grow. And uh how wonderful is that? So I think that was that was um a, a trip around learning. And um there's a lovely um something that I've heard you say, um, and I'm going to get you to say it. Um, you quoted me once about something that John Lennon had said. Ah, yeah. Tell, me, tell us that, because I love that. So there's, it's not officially accredited to him, but when you see the, the quote, it, people say, we think this was John Lennon. And when he was at school, a teacher asked him what he wanted to do uh, with his life, what he wanted to do when he was a grown up. And he said, be happy. And the teacher said, you didn't understand the question. And he said, no, you don't understand life. And it is just brilliant because happy mm. is the best thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Mm. Love that. When I, when I heard you say it, I hadn't heard it before and I, I just really like it. Mm. So, so we, so as I say, there's a, a few things. Do you, do you want to summarize what we've, <laughs> what nice have we talked job. about? We've travelled the world in 25 <laughs> minutes talking about all sorts of things with, with learning. Um, oh. I think this is obviously it's a huge subject, isn't it? We're constantly learning. There's always more stuff to learn, both within our fields and beyond. Um, so I think maybe the best thing to do is just to end with our quotes of the week. As always, you know, we end with a, a favourite quote. So Kim, what's yours this week? So mine is, the expert in anything was once a beginner. And that's attributed mm. to Helen Hayes. It's true. Mm. Um, mine is one by Albert Einstein. Yeah, I thought, go for a, someone who was renowned for their intelligence. Mm. And he said, everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Mm. so again I felt that covers a lot of what we've talked about how you yeah. know, we're all different and I will never find joy in steam trains but other people will love them and that's perfectly lovely you know we don't all have to love the same things absolutely thank you yes right uh, thank you very much for joining us today we look forward to sharing our stories with you every week 
Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram. Kim is at Instar Coaching CIC and I'm at VNES CIC. And if you have any questions or contributions or any suggestions even, please email us at a work in progress podcast abbreviated to AWIP podmail at gmail.com or visit our website positivityaworkinprogress.wordpress.com. Thank you.